Hello, everyone. I am not Trent Luce. This is Amanda Radke filling in for the boss man for this exciting edition of Roll Route. And as Trent would say, Roll Route is the program where we gather every day at this time. Well, we do it Monday through Friday anyway. And what we do when we gather is discuss the issues between rural and urban America. Now, I have a treat for you all today. I am joined by a special friend of mine, Amanda Nig, a fellow South Dakota girl, the Farm Fit Mama. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. Yeah. So we became friends over Instagram and realized we were kindred spirits. Kind of, we were, uh, we collabed to raise awareness on human trafficking and two farmers from South Dakota uh, talking about an issue that was dear to our hearts. But then we realized we had a lot more things in common. So I've been a fangirl of yours for a long time. And I guess just to start things off, can you tell the listeners kind of who you are, where you come from and what you do? For sure. Well, for one, I'm the fangirl here because like, as soon as I found out you were part of that campaign, I was like, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> um, and I, I buy a lot of your apparel all the time. I'm a huge fan there. Um, well, what, or tell me basically about what I, yeah, my fitness. So, yeah. um, I kind of stumbled into it, to be honest. I started my fitness adventure back in 2020 uh, during the pandemic, more for uh, to bring farmers together, especially during the pandemic, and to uh, focus on mental and physical health. And it blossomed into a business of mine, and it took off in 2021, and I haven't looked back. So um, the whole ideal of farm fit training came into play wherein I was at my lowest point with our house burning down um, right before the national pandemic. And the only way that I was able to work on my physical health or mental health during that time um, was through doing fitness. And um, I noticed there was a huge gap between physical and mental health within the agriculture community. And I decided I wanted to be that impact um, and to be that change and to show that you can have all those things and be super successful alongside of owning a farming operation and being able to be a part of agriculture in general and not just farming. I shouldn't say that like it's anybody in ag. So it's ranchers, you know, this industry is, um, it's, it's a huge industry, but at the same time, um, this industry is suffering when it comes to suicidal rates. Um, and what stuck out to me prior to launching my fitness business is I went down that rabbit hole, just like we did in my children's sex trafficking. And I came across this information on the government side about how agriculture you know, as a whole in the last two decades um, has increased over 40% in suicidal rates. And that just like really hit hard. It was yeah. like an industry that needed to be helped, but then it's it's a lot different when you hand somebody a number and be like, oh, call this number if you have suicidal attentions. Um, I just wanted to be that change and to bring a different approach to that, to industry I love. And so was your business started before the pandemic? Like, were you, were you working out a lot before and, and kind of doing the, the training and coaching or did it? really start or take off in 2020? No, actually I wasn't, I was an insurance agent. (laughs) I sold supplemental insurance. Uh, Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I sold supplemental insurance. So a little background about me, um, for everybody is, 
I grew up in Western Nebraska. Um, no, I did not grow up in a farming family. My, my dad is actually a, an engineer for the railroad where he drives the trains, not works on them. And my mom was a UPS driver. So agriculture was something that, um, you know, a small town America, uh, I knew about because a lot of the farm kids came to the school. Uh, but I was one of those city kids. You know, I didn't grow up on a farm or anything or even tied to agriculture at all. And, and um, it it kind of, well, and then in college, I went to college for a medical degree. So I graduated as a radiation oncology therapist, um, which brought my adventures to South Dakota and um, decided to take a step back from the medical field. Just wasn't quite ready for that industry. Um, especially pediatrics is where they wanted me to work into. And I, I as a 25 year old female coming into uh, pediatric cancer, I was not there at yeah. all and uh, took a step back and decided to uh, sell insurance door to door, which that is a, that selling insurance door to door is a whole different ball game, but I loved it. I worked with a lot of farmers and was able to, service that rural America that needed coverage and did that for 10 years and uh, met my husband on a blind date and been married. We're going to be celebrating our 10 year wedding anniversary this fall and been part of ag ever since. So prior to COVID, I did not even think about, I mean, I did fitness. I've always been really physically active. Um, and I do have an associate's degree in, um, you know, applied health or health promotion, mm-hmm. but I never wanted to be anymore with the fitness industry. Uh, it kind of just really took off and blossomed um, prior to COVID and um, us going through that huge um, fire within our, our family and dealing with all that mo- emotional turmoil that happened to it where I decided to really want to dive into fitness and take my own journey online. So prior to all that, I actually never really posted about fitness, believe it or not. Yeah. Well, you know, we got to talk about this fire because it was truly Mm -hmm. life-changing for you in so many ways. And I remember when you posted uh, pictures on Instagram and wasn't your wedding ring found like in the ashes? Is that, am I remembering that right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so we, we built our forever home um, and we were super excited. It was four years old. And I remember the day, it, March 19th. So literally the day before the national pandemic, uh, I got this call. I was taking our youngest to the, his last day of daycare when we were going to lock down for two weeks. <laughs> we know how that turned out. Two but, weeks um, to two years to slow the spread. <laughs> yes. So um you know, everybody was, you know, tying up things because we were going to lock down the nation for two weeks. And uh, I get this panic call from my husband and my husband's a jokester. He loves to play jokes on me, especially um, when it comes to farming and like the knowledge on farms. Like he tried to tell me one day that the reason why cows walk around the, the uh, water holes to bring the water to the surface. I mean, he plays jokes on me all the time and I don't know if they're true or not. So, um, he called me in a panic and said our house was on fire and I didn't believe him. I was just kind of like that shock of like, Oh, he's playing a joke on me. Nope. It was really on fire. Uh, by the time I got there, the whole entire garage was gone. Um, and it just, the fire spread and took our, 
the whole entire house in a matter of three hours. And, you know, we live in rural America, like in the middle of nowhere. So five fire departments tried to put out the fire. Wow. Um, and it was just, it was devastating. It was definitely one of my lowest points, but just because like emotionally you put all this energy into building your forever home and then you just watch it all burn to the ground in three hours. Yeah. Um, so like, it was really a low point in, in my personal health. And, um, I remember four days after the house burned down, um, I'll never forget it. I contacted, I didn't even contact my husband actually called a bunch of farm wives and asked if they would be interested in going to the house with me because I really wanted to look for my wedding ring. Um, you know, and it was a, it was a 3,500 square foot house on, on one level. So we had two levels of that in a loft and, um, I just remember my young, my oldest um, coming up to me and he goes, mom, you're going to find it. And I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, okay, this is a big house. And like, <laughs> we're going to do this. Uh, we did. We found it 45 minutes later, wow. um, which is crazy. Um, and then as soon as we found it, we had to get out of the house because the smoke came up again and you oh. just couldn't breathe. Wow. So it, it was one of those God is good. Like God is here. Like I needed that. I needed yeah. that confirmation that I'm going to get through this. And, and he was definitely present. So um, that's the only thing we actually were able to salvage from the whole house. Actually. Wow. That was going to be so, my next question was, was there anything uh, else that, yeah. so your wedding yeah. ring and your family and a- yeah, my, my wedding ring and my family, my three hand, well, four, if we include the dog, the dog is my first baby, <laughs> but yes. Um, my my four handsome dudes. Wow. Well, this is an incredible story and I have so much more I want to ask you, but before we do that, we're going to take a break. I'm Amanda Radke filling in for Trent Luce, sitting with Amanda Nix. We'll be right back after this message. Once again, reminding you cattlemen that if you're looking, particularly Great Plains cattlemen, if you're looking at a way to get extra pay, I mean, this thing has gotten really serious really quickly from a drought standpoint in the large area, you just cannot make it with commodity prices anymore. You need to be a part of a system that, that rewards you for a consistent quality of beef. In this case, we're talking about the consistency of tenderness, the tenderness aspect of the Piedmontese sires. All of the mark data has suggested and shows us that consumer preference is really geared around tenderness. So keep the consumer coming back time and time again. And you are going to be rewarded properly. It is called Certified Piedmontese. And you as a cattleman have the opportunity to be a part of it by simply using the sires from Lone Creek Cattle Company with a tremendous amount of data behind them. More details about your involvement and how you can be a part of the supply chain at LoneCreekCattleCo.com. Certified Piedmontese, your future. And we're back second segment of Roll Route. I'm Amanda Radke filling in for Trent Luce, sitting with the Farm Fit Mama. And before the break, you were telling us an incredible hard story of losing your family's home right before the pandemic hit. Uh, when you say that it was you know, a low point in your life, I, I would imagine that when you share that in your fitness groups and with the people that you coach, Everyone can relate on some level because in our agricultural community, uh, we face hardships at times. I mean, have you found by sharing that story, others have kind of spoken out about hard things that they've walked through and, and then obviously you're giving them an outlet. Uh, so I guess, tell me about that. Are you, are you hearing those stories? 
Absolutely. So with every one of my coaching clients, we do something called a why statement. Um, and it's more for why we do the things that we're wanting to create for ourselves. Um, you know, your why statement is something that drives you and continues to um, push you when you're at your lowest point, especially when I'll be the first to tell you as a fitness coach, there's days where I don't want to show up for myself or work out or dive into my nutrition. And so having that why statement, it ties you back to what you're wanting to create yourself, but it's also super powerful because not only are you really diving deep into your emotions, you're bringing them to the surface and working on them. Um, and that's the biggest thing with agriculture is we're like the world's biggest gamblers. We truly are. Even, you know, in the, in the like ranching, farming, you know, ranchers have to gamble with cattle and prices and markets and same with farming. And so there's a lot of unknowns in our industry. And to be able to have an outlet or source to be able to work on yourself and that way you're able to be a more calmer parent. You're be able to, you know, there's going to be storms. Mm -hmm. um, markets go up, markets go down, uh, you know, cattle prices go up, you know, and it's always going to happen in, in our line of our choice of industry to work in. And so being able to work on yourself and fill your cup first mm -hmm. so that you're able to give to others. Um, and that's the, really the big thing you hear with farm fit training is we're, we're a community, we're a tribe, you know, there it's, everybody it's like-minded people in our industry in Canada and United States. And we're all coming together on one mission to be the best version of ourselves, mm -hmm. um, and to really t dive into who we are and what we need to do to be able to give our personal best into what we love to do, which is farming and agriculture in general, um, or ranching. And so to be able to, um, fill your cup first so that you can give your, your best to everybody else. Um, and that's what we really dive into. So I always tell everybody when they apply to my program, because it is an application process is, um, the applications more for me to get to know you. Um, that way I can really customize this experience with you, but it's more so I know where you're at. Um, you know, I've had people come in at their lowest point and I've had people come in more looking for nutrition side of things. You know, I've had everybody in between as well. Um, and that's the really cool part about this space and this tribe. And there's a, you're connecting with people across all walks of life. Mm -hmm. You know, I have like an 18 year old in my group all the way to, I think my oldest client to date is a 71 year old. Um, so it's really cool to be able to touch and connect with all people in our industry um, across the United States and Canada, um, you know, that live that unique lifestyle that mm -hmm. don't, doesn't have that nine to five job. Right. you know, and, and has those busy planting seasons or busy certain seasons throughout the day where it's ever changing. Right. Right. Well, and I think why your message is so powerful is because, you know, in 2020 hit, we were told to isolate and stay home and be afraid. And, and there was never once where the white house came out and said, here's what you can do to strengthen your immune system. And to, you know, if you have good nutrition and you get rest and you drink water and you reduce your stress, you can, you know, be stronger and healthier to withstand whatever was coming at us. But, and yet you 
or every day showing up and talking about ways to get stronger, to get more fit, to become, you know, a better person, both physically and mentally. And it was empowering. And you probably had every reason in the world to be sulking at that time and to be depressed and isolate and, you know, feel sorry for yourself. But instead you just became a champion for this movement. And I mean, I, I, I guess what I want to say is there just needs to be a lot more of that out there in the world because you're doing awesome things. And uh, I guess you mentioned the nutrition piece and um, you probably, maybe you missed it because you're like super busy, but I wrote a book with the beef industry council. They have a, I have that. Yeah. Beef strong. Okay. Yeah. So, nope. so they, no, have, I have that book. <laughs> oh, okay. So they have a build your base program where they work with athletes and talk about sports nutrition and, and how, you know, beef plays a role in healthy diet. Um, how does, I guess, how do you approach nutrition coaching and what does that look like? And is beef on the menu for your plan? Uh, beef is definitely on the menu. Everything's okay. on the menu. The thing, <laughs> the thing with nutrition in, especially, um, you know, that, uh, diet culture out there is, um, you know, one, one shoe doesn't fit all for one example, but what I coach on is something called, um, macronutrients. It's a nutrition theory. It's not a diet. Mm-hmm. Um, the ideal behind it is you're learning how to fuel your body properly through protein, carbs, and fats. Um, and then you, of course, where you're at in your fitness journey is unique. So it's customized to where you're at and where you're starting. And then it changes over time. Um, and the biggest thing here is like, nothing's off the table. Like mm-hmm. I'm not handing you a diet saying you're going to have nothing wrong with chicken and rice. But I mean, I live on a farm. Like we have a freezer full of beef. You guys are ranchers, you know, you have a freezer full of beef. Like if somebody came to me and said, oh, we're not eating beef anymore. You have to eat straight up chicken for the next 12 weeks, I would literally laugh at them. Yeah. I'd be like, do you realize where I live? And so- that's the beautiful part about how I teach um, nutrition is I'm not handing you a plan saying, oh, you're going to eat this. I'm educating you on how to fuel your body properly through your everyday foods. Mm-hmm. So, for example, Amanda, if you came to me and be like, okay, I make spaghetti this way and I make it a to- – I, pr- I promise you, like even though spaghetti is such a simple recipe, I bet you you and I make it totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the beautiful part about nutrition is like how you feel your body is going to look a lot different from somebody else. And so instead of me being like, oh, you got to make the way I make spaghetti or it's not right. It's like, here, let me show you, um, give you some tips, like doubling the meat, for example, to get your protein in, um, carbohydrates. Great. You, you can have pasta, um, maybe look at like full wheat pasta or banza noodles, you know? So it's, it's more of an education. And that's why I say it's a nutrition theory because it's taking the foods that you already eat every day and I'm teaching you how to plug them into your nutrition so that we can turn your body into a fat shredding machine mm-hmm. and so that you can build that lean, sexy muscle. Um, and th- that's a beautiful part about macros. Um, the way I teach macros is it is considered a high protein diet because as you wrote your book, which I have and read it all the time and I love it. Um, <laughs> is, you know, protein's a very important part of our, our diet and nutrition. And a lot of people don't realize how they under eat when it comes to protein. Mm-hmm. Um, you need that building block and, you know, it, protein's a building block for any type of muscle. Um, and it's so important to make sure that you're getting enough of it. And so uh, for sure, beef is definitely on the menu. So is bacon, so is pork, so is 
uh, chicken, I mean, fish, uh, everything's on the menu. Um, and that's a beautiful part about the macro ways is it's truly a lifestyle that anybody can incorporate, even us in agriculture. Yeah. Well, with one minute before the break, I guess, what would you say the biggest oh. hang up is for people with, with the nutrition piece? Um, they just don't have the right tip, tools and system in place. Mm-hmm. Like you need to find somebody that is really knowledgeable on how to teach it properly. Because if somebody threw me macros and is like, oh, you're going to hit 150 grams of protein at the end of the day, I would absolutely have no clue how to do that. Um, but how I've built out my macro guides and how I built out like their nutrition guides and stuff, it really breaks it down into a simpler process where you're like, Oh, I can get this. Like, I understand how to do this now. So my biggest tip is to find somebody about, um, or have them be able to teach you the proper ways on how to fill your body, um, and give you that system that works for them. Yeah. And it seems like hopefully people can take those tips and apply them to their busy lives, whether they're in a tractor seat or running kids to, uh, activities or whatever it might be. Um, but I'm sitting here with Amanda Nig of the Farm Fit Mama, and we will be right back after this short break. I'm Amanda Radke for Roll Route. And now we talk about immune health. We talk about health in general. The world's authority on nitric oxide production, Dr. Nathan Bryan, explains. We've got about 14 COVID clinics around the U.S. where we have a a nitric oxide drug trial going on. I'm exposed to COVID probably every day. You know, pre-COVID, we as humans are exposed to viruses and bacteria every day of our life. That's just the world we live in. Some people get sick, some people don't. Why do some people get sick and why do others not? It all boils down to their ability to generate nitric oxide and to have certain things replete in their body like vitamin D, zinc, vitamin C, selenium. If you're nutrient deficient, you're going to get sick. We can't make nitric oxide, you're going to get sick. If you do all these things, you can be exposed to, to COVID or any other virus, and your immune system nips it in the bud, and you don't get sick from it. It's really that simple. We're going to change this ordering process up to make it simpler. Go to loosetailsmedia.com. Loosetailsmedia.com. There will be an order mechanism there, and if you want more of the science, I'll get that to you from Dr. Nathan Bryan. Loosetailsmedia.com. It's N-O-2-U. The, the product's the same. The place you get it is different. And we're back. It's the second half of Rural Route Radio. I'm filling in for Trent Luce. I'm sitting here with a fellow South Dakota girl, Amanda Nig. And as we get close to planting season and people spending a lot of time in the tractor. That's what I wanted to ask you next. When we're all uh, sedentary and butts in the seats, uh, what tips do you have for being active when it's go time and you're, you're kind of stuck behind the wheel? Actually, that's really funny that you said that. So I just launched a program um, and I'm honored that John Deere decided to sponsor and be a part of this program with me. And in that program, I teach tractor stretches. Cool. So I literally, I'm in, it's really funny. I pre-recorded all the movements, but um, I'm sitting in our tractor doing these stretches and showing how you can stretch out and, you know, and add movement um, while you're sitting there. Um, along with that, I educate people. The biggest thing when you're going into planting season or even harvest, like it's busy, it's long hours, you're sitting majority of the day. Nutrition is so important along with hydration. You know, make sure you're getting enough water in your day. I always teach my clients to focus on that gallon of water and all the amazing benefits that are behind it, along with, you know, focusing on high protein snack options because you're going to be sitting in the tractor. Well, what do we do when we're bored and we're in a confined space? 
we snack or yeah, want right? to snack. <laughs> right. So, you know, nutrition plays a huge point point into that as well as to, you know, pack some healthy snacks um, to give you that fuel to be able to push throughout the day, even though you're not putting physical strain on your, I mean, you're, you're doing a lot between, you know, making sure nothing breaks down to watching the monitors, making sure that the plant is going right. Um, maybe you're um, not only that, like my husband, for example, we, we sell grain. So we have to, uh, we contract that out. So we have to make sure that the guys come and get the right grain and get it to the elevator. And so it, it's a lot. I mean, you're, even though you're stuck in a confined spot, uh, you're still doing a lot while you're there right. and being able to be at your ultimate best and get your hydration in and your nutrition in is super important. So are there specific snacks that you recommend people pack for, it could be a long road trip or sitting, like I said, sitting in the Absolutely. Tracker. Yeah, no, I actually educate my one-on-one coaching clients to create something called a snack pack. Uh, um, and in my snack pack, for example, um, I'm affiliate. Well, I'm affiliated with a company called first form. So I love their products. Um, but I have like beef sticks through Dakota Pure Bison in there. I have protein bars in there. Um, I love, um, any kind of nut packs. So you can get like a fruit nut pack or just like plain nuts. Um, I have tons of those already packed in there. Um, along with some, um, I love, uh, Fair Life, uh, for example, for a protein shake on the go. So how I educate my clients is I'm the gopher. Like I have to run for parts. Like that's on my job along with cooking um, and making sure everybody's fed um, and bouncing between fields. So I always find myself like, and I'm sure you can relate to this, like you end up going for a part in the morning and all of a sudden it's two o'clock in the afternoon by the time you get home. And it's like, where the heck does the yeah. day go? Right. Um, and so for me, um, you know, snack packs have been a huge blessing and, and being able to stick to what I'm trying to accomplish with my own fitness journey. Mm -hmm. And I highly recommend to anybody listening is like, get high protein, you want to get high protein snacks and make sure they're, you know, they don't spoil after time. So you want to make sure they they come already sealed. Um, jerky is a great example of that, you know, you can buy those it, individual jerkies or you can get beef sticks. Um, and then I mentioned earlier, like protein bars um, are perfect snack packs that you can easily have in the tractor or in the vehicles as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do a lot of overnight driving, going to speaking engagements and then coming home because I've got four kids I left at home, you know, and, and <laughs> so I've learned that I pack my little snacks, usually very protein, you know, based and I have my drinks and my husband always says, you can just stop at McDonald's. And I'm like, no, because I, I feel like if you plan ahead, then you're putting the right fuel in your body and you don't miss a beat because you don't feel sluggish and absolutely like, you know, you're putting garbage in your, in your fuel tank. It just doesn't work. Uh, so at the beginning of the year, I just started seeing you sneak peeking all this stuff that you had going on with John Deere. And I was like, okay, girl, like you've got a lot going on <laughs> and really cool footage. So can you tell us just kind of how that came about and tell me about the green weights and just like all the cool stuff that's going on with John Deere? Absolutely. I, this campaign actually has been in the works for a long time. So I approached um, John Deere back in, I want to say August about just using the color green because you do need to get approval letter level or a letter, excuse me, from them just to be able to use that color. Mm -hmm. And so it, it took me a while. It took me a solid like two or three months to get to the right person to get that letter. 
And after I told them what I was doing and what I wanted to use it for, uh, they came back like a couple of weeks later and they're like, we want to sponsor this. Like we want to be a part of this. And we love the fact that you're trying to bridge that gap between physical and mental health for the agriculture community. Um, that's something that is space that we're not a part of, and we would love to be able to sponsor and help you with that mission. And so it was really cool to have them come back and say that to me and be a part of it and to get that approval. And the really cool part too, is about that piece of equipment. It's from Iron Warrior USA, which is um, founded in Webster, South Dakota. So it is another South Dakota based business, uh, which is really cool to be uh, able to use that piece of equipment that's made just right here in our backyard. And um, it kind of came together more for, I wanted to put together a 30 day shred program to show that you don't need a lot of equipment because that's what I preach about is like you can do 15 to 20 minute workouts and not have a lot of equipment. And that's where that came into play. And uh, I created that program, created some amazing eBooks for the upcoming harvest and kicked it off this. Well, we officially kicked it off on Monday, actually. Amazing. Well, congratulations. It's been, it looks so cool. And I see all these people sharing from their workouts with their green machine. I know. <laughs> so say, say again what the company is that you're working with and can people, do they have a website people can check out? They do. Um, so the company um, that we bought the war belt through, um, they're not a sponsor. They're just supplying the, the equipment for it. Okay. His name, it's iron warrior USA.com. Okay. Um, His name, the founder is Corey Anderson. Okay. Um, he actually created the war belt itself. So he owns a foundry in Webster, South Dakota, and they can go to the, his website and purchase the war bells or kettlebells. He also makes kettlebells. Um, as far as getting it in John Deere green, um, I do only have an exclusive contract with John Deere. So they can only personally get that John Deere green war bell through me, which we are sold out, unfortunately. Okay. So that was only a part of that. Oh man. But, but that's just like one more reason to sign up. You've got a lot of cool things going on and yeah, it's been really neat to see. Uh, what would you tell people? Because you're obviously a person who can get a lot of stuff done in a day. I'm sure people tell you all the time. I don't have time to work out and I don't, I don't have time to do all the things you're doing. I guess what, what would you say to that excuse that you probably hear all the time? I've probably told you that too. (laughs) Yes. Well, the, the biggest excuse is I don't have time or, um, which it comes down to, it's basically not a priority. Yeah. Um, and as harsh as that sounds is if, if that's your excuse, you're not making it a priority. And if you want to start to incorporate working out and being able to learn how to fuel your body properly, treat it as a task. Mm-hmm. Just like you do anything else, you know, schedule it in your schedule. Uh, I'm first and foremost, I had to hire a secretary to help me with my schedule. Like I have a lot going on. And so for me, I schedule my block of time when I'm going to work out and I work out during that time, you know, mm-hmm. and there, there, I'll be the first to tell you in the beginning, um, prior to launching my fitness business, um, especially when I was working on my own mental health, there was a lot of that mom guilt of mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm being selfish by working on, on myself and throw that out the freaking window. Like that shouldn't exist at all. Like you deserve to be the best version of yourself and taking that 15 to 20 minutes to show up for yourself and treat it as a task. Like the dishes will be there. The, you know, if you mow the lawn that you can work on the tractor later, like that will all be there, but you're your longest commitment. 
Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't you take time for yourself yeah. to be able to give back and fill that cup? And so um, my biggest advice to anybody is treat it as a task and schedule it mm-hmm. um, and block that time so that you can follow through for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you are the the butt kicking that most of us need in, <laughs> in that regard that you just like, uh, you just have to do yeah. it and you just have to, to make it a priority. And I, we do see that in, in the agricultural community, we work such long days, long hours, and you test your body to the max because you're, you know, working with nature and outside in the elements. And if you're ranching, you're calving and hauling calves and doing all of those things. And so it, it often feels like you just don't have any more energy left to give. Um, but, but if we, you know, leverage our health year after year, eventually it catches up to us at some shape or another. And I know a lot of producers would prefer to keep farming and ranching till they're like 90 years old. So <laughs> you got to take care of that one piece of equipment you have. <laughs> yeah, which is yourself. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be complicated either. Uh, I shared earlier with another group that I had a gal go through my whole entire program. She lived up in the middle of nowhere up in the Klondike in Canada, and she used buckets of oats for weight. Like a farmyard is literally a haven for CrossFit. Um, And that's what's a really cool part about my programs is you don't need a lot of equipment. Uh, You could use buckets of oats or a cinder block or, you know, you can use a tire. Mm -hmm. We all have junk tires and you can easily put a workout together that is short and sweet and to the point. And it doesn't have to occupy an hour or you don't have to, you know, do strenuous running. You can get that short burst of that workout in that time frame, and then move on with your day. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, and you have really great clips of you using a 50 pound feed sack, or like you said, the big tractor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's really cool to be able to marry the two paths, the two worlds you're living in the farming and the fitness and kind of blend it together into one thing. Um, real quick, before we go to break, where can people follow you? Uh, they can actually find me on any social media platform. Um, I am kicking a YouTube channel here soon at the end of May. Uh, but you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok under Farm Fit Mama. Okay. And, and it's um, two M's. Yes, so it's I was going to say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or go ahead, spell it. Okay. So it's Farm Fit and then it's M-O-M-M-A. Okay. Farm Fit Mama. I'm Amanda Radke. We'll be right back after this short break. I just logged on to the Radke Report, AmandaRadke.com, and uh, she's making me look bad with organizational skills. My goodness. No quicker than this show is complete. She's got it posted. She's got everything she's done in the last couple of days at the AmandaRadke.com website. The Radke Report and the books. You know, on the Trent on the Loose program, she talks about the very first book, Levi's Lost Calf, how it came to be, and what it takes to keep up in writing books and educating people about where their food comes from. There's really nothing more important than communicating with the next generation, and the time is now. That's why Amanda is here and doing so well. AmandaRadke.com. Keep track of her. Sign up. Subscribe. Maybe send her a pittance. we're back. The hour is passing by. It is the final segment of Roll Route. I'm filling in for Trent Luce, who is on the loose in Nebraska, vying for the lieutenant governor's seat. That primary is May 10th in Nebraska. He is running alongside the fabulous 
Mama Bear, Teresa Thibodeau. So if you haven't checked out that dynamic duo, I encourage you to listen to them, speak, check out their platform, and be sure to get to the primary to vote May 10th. Now, back in South Dakota, I am sitting with Amanda Nig of the Farm Fit Mama, and I wanted to spend maybe the last segment talking about business and being an entrepreneur. I have often stated in my speeches that, you know, the last two years have been so hard on people, so incredibly challenging for so many different reasons, the loss of life, the economic challenges, the isolation and depression and, you know, being just removed from our everyday lives and having it all kind of thrown upside down. And, you know, the world maybe feels normal uh, in quotation marks, normal at the moment. Uh, but I, I do think in the hardest of times, the best things are often born and, and your business is kind of proof of that. What would you, what advice, I guess, would you have for people who are maybe in the trenches right now, or the pandemic has showed them that maybe they're in the wrong career, or, you know, they've lost a job, or they're, you know, being forced to kind of change things up? I guess, what do you have, what advice do you have for kind of going out on your own and doing your own thing? Well, I'll be the first to tell you, starting your own business, it's a beast in itself. Um, Find yourself a good mentor. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Um, I actually did a lot of research. I've always been that type of person that likes to research things. And before I launched my fitness business, um, I knew nothing about running it. I'll be the first to tell you. And I knew like if I didn't know how to run this properly and it got to being bigger and bigger and bigger, like it could completely go under and it would ruin what I'm trying to accomplish. And so for me, I took a apprenticeship um, with a gal that I met on social media I did her three month long apprenticeship where she walked me through the business side of things of how to run a fitness business online, all the way to like, um, how to properly manage clients, um, the whole Ganta behind all of it, who, and, um, later actually this year, she approached me and we are officially business partners on one of my other businesses. So I have two of them. I have my farm fit mama, which is my one-on-one coaching services. And then I have my farm fit digital that just launched, um, this year in January with that first digital product. And then the John Deere campaign, of course, is going through that. And, um, it's cool. It's really cool to, uh, have somebody that was once teaching you and being your mentor, want to be a part of that impact that you're trying to create. Um, and she has, no agriculture. Like I'm teaching her all about the agriculture. Like she's a city girl through and through. So (laughs) this is a whole new industry for her, but it's really cool to be able to open that up and, and teach her like, and show her like, Hey, like agriculture is something that is, it's so misunderstood. Um, and what we do and how we do our practices and how we do our processes. And it's, it's really fun to show somebody and, and educate them properly on that aspect, but also to have her be able to help me with the business side of things and educate and teach me all the behind the scenes stuff that a lot of people don't get to see. Um, so I guess back to your question is my biggest advice to somebody is if you have passion and, and you believe full heartedly on what you're trying to accomplish um, and it doesn't feel like a job or a career, then you're on the right path. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that has been seriously the driving force for me. Like I get excited to check in on my clients and I'll be the first to tell you, I'm that no BS coach. So don't try to pull a smooth one on me. I will call you out. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's been really fun to watch my clients go through that transformation. Like that's what really lights me up. Mm-hmm. Um, to have them break down their own walls and their own beliefs and to push even further than they thought they were capable of going. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what thrives me and that passion behind it and that impact is what keeps me going and want to get this to be even a bigger and bigger, bigger platform and organization, um, which is really cool too, is I just hired my second ever coach. So now we're officially a trio um, on the one-on-one coaching side of things. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I'm just getting started. So it's, it's super fun to be able to, uh, rely on somebody and, um, find that mentorship, um, with an individual to help me be able to achieve my dream and mission of what I want to accomplish. Yeah, that's incredible. Now, what does life look like for you now? I mean, two years post fire and you've launched this incredible business. Um, how are things with the farm and the family and everything else you have going? We're good. Uh, we haven't built a house yet, um, but we finally got to the point of uh, just wrapping up with the insurance claim, which is insane. I know two years wow. of dealing with insurance has been more than enough. Wow. Um, so the I guess the biggest thing here is we're, we're just going to start to drop the plans to rebuild our home um, on the original farmstead. We moved over to the original farmstead after that, and my husband's going to gig her up for planting. Um, of course I do all the cooking. Uh, I, I, I don't trust him with cooking to be honest. <laughs> that would be scary. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even think I would get like proper mac and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I love him, but he's not a cooker. <laughs> so we're just gearing up for planting season. And, um, as far as my business goes, it's, we have 60 one-on-one coaching clients right now between me and my other uh, coach that is in farm fit training. Um, and then we'll bring in that third gal into the mix here shortly after she goes through the training period. So we're hoping to open up more application spots, um, and be able to take on more clients. And then, um, as far as the digital side of things, we do have a couple digital product products that I'm hoping to, um, create like a, it's a bookshelf of digital products. So that will hopefully launch at the same time when I launch my YouTube channel at the end of May. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Is there a lesson learned, I guess, a takeaway from the fire? I mean, losing everything you own. Is there something you wish people knew or are you in a good place with that? Like that you, you know, all your memories kind of burned up in flames. How, what, how has that changed how you view things, I guess, is my question. Um, I am in a good place with it. Like if I look at the pictures, I'll be honest, I still get teary eyed or there's still moments of vulnerability there. Um, it was a very hard thing to experience and go through. And that's something that will prove in time. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I'll be able to, but when I do share my story or talk about it, I do get teary eyed. Um, it's just, it's, it's, there's a lot of emotion that I'm still working through when it comes to that. Um, as far as like, I guess like with your question, I mean, my biggest advice is that was it or, uh, no, like, like, I guess we get so attached to things in our life. I mean, has have, do you have a different perspective on that now that you went through that or? Yeah. I mean, my biggest thing after going through that is like 
prior to that, I always worried about what other people thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always cared about other people's opinions. Um, and after you lose everything and you start back at ground zero, it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, if it doesn't matter what other people think and it doesn't matter what other people tried to tell you that you're capable of, if you feel it in your heart that you can achieve great, like do great things and, um, you have a support tribe. Like my husband's been my number one supporter. Mm-hmm. Um, my boys love being on my reels. My husband, he goes to MIA when I start to record, <laughs> but, Mine too. um, <laughs> you know, that it's, it's, it's really cool that he's supported me through this whole process. Um, but I mean, don't worry about keeping up with the Joneses that, you know, like that saying, like, don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Focus on what you're doing. And if you are so passionate about it, go for it. Don't mm-hmm. wait, you know, achieve what you always wanted. I always had the dream to start a fitness business. I didn't know how, um, but I figured out how to get the right people in my life to help that make that happen. Yeah. Um, you know, and especially in our area, I live in a small town in South Dakota. So it's, it's like the crab in the bucket around here. You know, when you start to try to do something that's beyond the norm, especially where you live, um, a lot of people locally might not support you mm-hmm. and that's okay. That's a beautiful part about social media and connecting with people across the United States is it's okay. If you don't have that support now, maybe hopefully eventually it will come. Um, I'm not quite to that point. I still don't have that support, but, um, I have my husband behind me and I have my family and I have amazing people that I've met across the United States and Canada that have trust me with their fitness journey. And that's, that's good. That's exactly what I want. And so back to like trying to keep up with the Joneses, don't worry about people, you know, Mm -hmm. focus on what you're doing. Um, you know, some of the greatest accomplishments in history have been people that go against the grind of things. Yep, absolutely. Totally agree. And that's how I think when I post content on social media, you know, there's always in the back of my mind, oh, people are going to think this is so stupid. But then I just think, well, I'm running my race and I have to do what I have to do. And, you know, what's the saying? Other people's opinion of you is none of your business. So you just kind of yeah. keep, keep yeah. going and, and you march to the beat of your own drum. And then pretty soon people are like, what is that song that she's dancing to? It sounds really good. Uh, so with just a, a few minutes left, do you have any parting words? I guess any words of inspiration for all of us going into planting season and wanting to take care of ourselves? Yeah. Well, I guess my biggest advice to anybody is just start small. Don't try to take, it's like that saying, you know, um, you build that house brick by brick. Mm -hmm. Don't try to build, don't, even though you might see your, where you want to go, um, start incorporating those small things. Like you can easily focus on like nutrition and water, like start small, like start adding more protein in your diet, start trying to get a gallon of water a day. That's a a gallon is my go-to because you're hydrating your body. And I'm five, one, I'm five, one and a buck 25 and I can get a gallon of water. And so you can definitely can. So, you know, just start small and get that ball rolling. Um, and then of course, reach out to somebody that's knowledgeable in what you're trying to accomplish. Um, even if it's not even in the fitness industry or, you know, if you're looking into being a better working on your mental health or your, or even your fitness, reach out to somebody that can help you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay to ask for help. 
Yeah, totally agree. And with that, I feel like I need to get off this call and go pick up my kettlebell and swing it around. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for coming on today. I appreciate you. That's This is Amanda Nig with the Farm Fit Mama. You got to check her out. Follow her on all social media channels. And I appreciate her help today Uh, with Amanda. We have journeyed down the road connecting urban and rural America. I'm Amanda Radke filling in for Trent Luce here to remind you that all roads do lead to a rural route. I do want to let you know about our big Teresa Faith, Family, and Freedom events in Soresco, Nebraska tomorrow. If you're going to be close, you'll want to be there. Um, we got three, four, four power chicks ca- coming. Danica Michaels will be singing and speaking. She's from Sioux Falls. Amanda Radke, do you know her? Wait till you hear this chick speak. My goodness, she's a power mama. And uh, Dominica Blum is going to be here from, is going to be here also. It just so happens they're all three from South Dakota. Plus, Teresa Thibodeau, those four women are going to rock the house or the horse arena, whichever it is. Tomorrow, Soresco, get full details on any of our social media pages. Faith, Family, and Freedom coming to the forefront. Oh, Randy J. Goodwin, he's been sick, but I think he's going to be good tomorrow.